Welcome to the Sisterhood of Secrets, where we explore the world of weird. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sisterhood of Secrets. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Taylor. We just want to wish all our listeners a super duper happy Labor Day. (laughs) Enjoy that three-day weekend, baby. Hopefully it's um, absent of all labors. No labors involved. You're just resting. Unless you just really wanted to labor this weekend. Yeah. You took it the opposite way. Um, I'm not into that. No, thanks. Yeah. I'm not not really into doing much lately. I'm not going to lie. You know how they say there's no rest for the wicked? There's definitely rest for all of the wickeds. I don't know. My brain doesn't let me rest. So that's probably what they mean. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. That's the anxiety. It's the wickedness. That's something else. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) But, um... Guys, what we really would love for you to do this Labor Day weekend while you're sitting on your ass drinking a beer um, is go listen Drink to another one for Taylor, by the way. Yeah, I'm a little bitter about it if you can't tell. Um, <laughs> damn it. I was on a roll. I'm um, sorry. While you're doing your things, take some time out of your, you know, busy schedules and go listen to our last episode. It involves a super cool creature. I refuse to say monster from now on. It involves a lake. It's a lake weekend. Kind of goes on, you know, with what's going on with you guys. And uh, give us a heads up if you would be interested in, like, merchandise or if we should just shut the hell up about it because Stephanie won't let me have t-shirts unless you guys say yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I need you to go back. Vote yes. Um, also, I'm really bad at art, so this is the only way I'm going to be able to do anything that I want. <laughs> She's living vicariously through Stephanie me she's the sole artistic creator of this group and what i'm are you talking about one. you can color inside the lines no i remember strict we have this whole thing about childhood apparently that you just don't remember being an ass to me <laughs> and about ruining your coloring books because i was messy yes i mean you have to outline the lines with the color and color and in. then slightly like i've colored Shady. too hard is what you told me Oh, the trauma that I created. No wonder you don't want to draw because I traumatized no. you. And then we would try to paint stuff. And oh Stephanie would be like, what the hell is that? I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Why should you do any arts and crafts? It's a pretty wild show. It's, it's, not, like, it's not my bag. Man. I'm not. It's like if, uh, what is it, Bob Ross? Like if you, you had a YouTube channel, <laughs> yours would be like the the like complete opposite of Bob. Like yeah. you'd be How not Rob to be. Ross, which is like, wait, he's a musician. How not to be Bob Ross. I'm your host, Taylor Nicholson. <laughs> Listen, you're going to grab a glob of paint and you're going to throw it at the canvas. Hey, abstract art is big. Se- it's a big seller. I'm not into it. But if you are, I support that. Whatever. I don't know what I'm supposed to. If people see, they like look at this shit and they're like, oh, yeah, I can feel the, the feelings of the painter. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, this are you like- high? Is there LSD in these glasses? Yes, it's the mushrooms. That's they hand them out the, in the galleries, I swear. Like, they are, there has to be some sort of see, psychedelic I don't happening. Wanna, I feel so stupid when I see people, like, and they're doing these things, and they're just studying these paintings, and they're like, look at the breaststrokes. I'm like, that is a thing, though. I, I did take a couple art classes in college, and, like, it's it's just, like, if you're a famous painter, you know, I just don't that's understand. how they, like, they legitimize the painting. I took an art class in college, like, a history of art, just to, like, you know, get some shit out of the way yeah i, I dropped it why that was, was a great stupid. one no 
I wanted to be an art professor until I realized that you don't make money doing that. You're like in a home. You're a homeless person essentially. So then you became an educator, (laughs) and then I don't make even more money. So that's where we're at. But uh, yeah, this just wasn't for me. You know, they're like, look at the painting and tell me what you think the the painter feels. The I don't even know what paint. I feel. I don't even the know. urge to paint. That's what he felt. He painted, got famous for it. Yeah. Looks great. Love it. Write that down. Yeah. <laughs> like he might have been constipated. This seems a little. Um, <laughs> I don't really know. You know, it's like I feel I, like you're putting me on the spot and I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah. Speech. Whole whole another world. I seized every day just from the freaking. That was traumatic for me. They finally just let, let me have an A, so I'd stop pissing my pants in front of the whole in class. Speech class, we talked about this. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> they not, finally uh, let you have an A. They yeah, gave you I an mean, a. I did the work. I just can't. I'm not a good public speaker. Peter? Oh, did I say Peter? Speaker. <laughs> not good at public Peters either. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. So, again, check out our latest episode this Labor Day while you're chilling and relaxing. And just uh, let us know if you're interested in merch. If not, oh, well. Um, I know you want to get back into it, but I have to say something. Jimmy Buffett died, and I'm really freaking sad about it. He had skin cancer. Great. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, everybody should go to the dermatologist and get checked because it is the most preventable cancer. It's just people don't go and get them looked at. So, do it do it right now i just told you you should do it yeah everybody listen to the hypochondriac of the group i you should be checked yeah i mean i agree you should go get checked but not everybody can afford to get checked that's true yeah anyway go to the go do that also pour one out for our homie jimmy buffett truth when and I it was assumed, so sad when they're like he died surrounded by his friends his family and his dogs and i was like oh, oh God. i did not read that yeah you can't like, say Dale, stuff like that to he me right loves now his dogs he loved. He was going to cry. Why? Because I, mean, I have stupid man. hormones. And they're oh stupid. God. Anyway. Dry hormones up. As soon as I pop this thing out, I have some margs. I'm down with that. I mean, one for Jimmy Buffett and then like nine for the nine months. <laughs> I couldn't have one. So this week's topic is inspired by a fellow listener, Miss Marley. She DM'd us on Instagram. And I said, direct message, nothing else. Because I'm having a hard time getting the DM out. Um, she came at us with a topic that was closely related to a previous episode. She's a little bit far behind. Yeah. When we'll we talked about you, dangerous doctors, if you'll check that one out, it does have some other it's nasty a good men. One. Yeah. So we just went with that and, uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. So Marley in six months, when you get to hear this, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Marles. Thank you for the topic because sometimes we get like bogged down and like we get stuck. Like we have been consistently talking about water creatures for a while because that's we just talked like about two water creatures. I know, but I'm just saying like we get stuck in like a little box sometimes. So it's nice to hear other people say, hey, we'd like to hear more about this. It helps us out. So we're going to talk about Dr. Donald Klein. And I had never heard of Dr. Donald Klein. Apparently, there is a Netflix documentary, if you want to, sh- like, check that out. I haven't watched it yet, but... It's fantastic. Is it good? It's fantastic. Good stuff? Yeah. Yeah, so watch that after listening to this, and then fact check us. <laughs> I would say not before, but how would they know to listen before? That's true. That's true. Anyway, so Dr. Donald Klein received his medical <laughs> degree from Indiana University School of Medicine, and he served two years in the Air Force. He was also, like, inactive for 12 years in the military. I don't know. Inactive or active? In, in Like, he was, it said inactive, so, like, he was still in it, but he wasn't in active duty. 
or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know what word that is. I'm probably saying it wrong, but you know what I mean. So Donald Klein opened a fertility clinic in 1979 and became a source of hope for parents struggling to conceive. So Klein said his use of fresh sperm samples from anonymous medical residents at his clinic and one donor, anonymous donor, had made three successful pregnancies. Um, fun fact. Hmm, I'm going to hit you with a fun fact. IVF treatments, which is what he is technically doing, is just artificial insemination and um, in vitro fertilization, did not become successful until the 70s. Oh, so this is pretty fresh. This is brand new. And yeah. it started, like, research started in the late 1800s, so like 1890s. And it started out on animals, obviously. Um, but they didn't have any successes, like, f- enough to start clinics and doing that till the 70s. It took that long. That's crazy. So right out the gate, he's going to jump into this. Yeah, beforehand, they were doing some weird shit to get pregnant, y'all. Yeah, yeah. it was weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. anyway. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. So he was just claiming, like, his his use of fresh sperm rather than frozen sperm was a big um reason why he was so successful he also said that um damn my thought just ran away fresh frozen what was i gonna say i don't know but i feel like i need to go to the grocery store now (laughs) i really thought about it i was like god i feel like i need something okay i'll come back to it maybe it'll pop back in my head i don't know anyway so this success gained him like super he was he had so much notoriety and he was like featured in journals and magazines and he was a regular speaker at medical conferences and stuff like for people, his fresh sperm advertisements. For his fresh sperm advertisements. Yes. Um, I would love to think that there was like a billboard that said fresh sperm here, you know, get your sperm here. Ugh. Oh, now I remember what I was going to say. So apparently it was super taboo to go and donate sperm. So, yeah, like in this time period, they were like, oh, oh I don't want to do that. Because you got paid for it, but like people didn't want to do it. So they didn't I mean, really have a lot of... You to donate blood. How is that any different? I, I don't know. It just said like they didn't have a lot of samples. So that's why they had frozen samples. And so it was a little more different. And he was saying, I have fresh samples because I'm using the residents at my clinic. They're just actively donating. That's what I was going to say. I hope you had a pretty clinic. Yeah. I don't know. He did tell his patients that he would try to pick a resident that closely resembled their husbands or had the same blood type as their husbands. And it's like, how many residents do you have, man? Like they only stay one or two years and they move on to their like permanent place. No, they stay longer than one or two years, depending on. Well, it's not, it's not greater than three. Like they don't, I know, but they could probably, you know, they probably had a huge uh, clientele coming in at one time as well. Cause you know, Infertility has always been a struggle throughout time. It's not like it's gotten greater over the years. Right. So <clears throat> Klein and his wife were, they, they met around the same time period, right? And they were both like active churchgoers. They led a course called Growing Kids God's Way in Their Home. Okay. And I had to include this because of this guy. Okay. You needed to hear it. The Klein supposedly performed baptism in their family pool for members of their clergy. They were, I think they were Catholics. They had four children together, and two of them worked in the fertility the fertility clinic. Thank you, fertility (laughs) clinic alongside their dad. So Klein retired in two thousand nine. Yeah. Do you think they were donating? I don't know. 
I couldn't find anything like his son and his daughter. His daughter was a nurse, and I think his son was like doing a donator. I, I, dude, it could if be. it is, it could be. Oh, could be. oh, yeah. So he retired in two thousand nine. They had a big blowout party, right? They're like, "Woo, daddy's retiring." Anyway. And then in 2014, a woman named Jacoba Ballard, she was 34 years old at the time, made a shocking discovery. Okay, so she comes forth in 2014. But let's let's back up just a little bit, okay? My thing is, and I know it's probably really hard to speak out about these things, especially, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you wait? Nobody waited. Nobody waited. This is like she found the information. Yes. And it came out. Yes. Oh. Nobody waited. So before Jacoba could piece everything together, right? There was a woman named Heather Wook, and she received a message from a person claiming to be her half sibling. She just on Facebook randomly got a message. Hey, I think we're related. I've had one of those. Uh, she assumed it was like a scam until they mentioned Dr. Donald Klein. And Wook knew this because her mother had talked to her about how before she was conceived, she had to go to a fraternity cl- Fertility, I keep saying fraternity, fertility clinic. Anyway, and <laughs> and she had to get treatments and stuff. And so she knew his name because it was a big they, name. That and they had open communication. Like it's not a, wasn't a secret in her family. She continued to receive Facebook messages from people claiming to have matched with her ancestry account. So she did the DNA test for Christmas one year. Her husband bought it for her and she was like, I wanted to see where I'm from, you know, like everybody does. And then all of a sudden these people started matching with her and they were finding her on Facebook and reaching out and being like, hey, I think we're related. And she's like, huh, interesting. Mm, Um, But she wasn't like, you know, super surprised because she knew that her mom had used a fertility clinic. Like she knew that she had used someone else's sperm in order for her to be created because her dad struggled with you know yeah his boys went up to par yeah low sperm count yeah there you go so the supposed family members that were reaching out to her they they said that they thought dr klein had either knew the the same guy they were using like everybody had the same guy because like it was, it was weird that they all had the same donor because they were supposedly fresh samples, right? They weren't frozen samples. So they were saying over a span of like eight years, they all had the same father or they're thinking they all had the same father because they, they all have different mothers. They knew that, but they all had to use sperm from this clinic, right? So they're like, well, maybe it's someone that works at the clinic. Like they weren't accusing him yet okay but they thought it was i mean someone did work at the yeah so jacoba let's go back to her ballard and she's another one of klein's children we're gonna call them klein's people right she began to search for other people claiming to have fathered by klein so she was also in like this little facebook group and she was like man this is a lot of people we're all thinking it might be him we need to look into this like at a certain number it can't just be one dude right Right, you Can wouldn't, it, or do they take? Well, he was saying that his samples were fresh, right? So that's yeah, but the thing. It doesn't take a large amount, right? Are you just like double dipping? Something was happening. Something was fishy. Do you think people double dip in that? I don't want to stop. So she signed up for an online forum for adoptees and donor conceived children and quickly began finding people with similar situations to her. Okay. They decided to all use the 23andMe test and began, con- like, just talking about all of the things and looking at the results and realizing that at this point there was eight people 
from a span of like 1979 to like 1986, I think, that all had the same father. Klein had said that his sperm samples had come from like these medical residents, like I said earlier, you know. However, he used one donor eight different times, resulting in births. Like I, I've already went through this. Yeah. So medical residencies, we were talking about this last one to two years, possibly three, maybe, maybe four. It depends on what your specialty is. Right. But you, unless you've been hired on as a doctor, no, then you, don't you are Most going to move on. Stay. Right. So um, my thing is. The way he could have got around this. Yes. Before, you know, we did the DNA. Like, you know, forensic file to death. Um, is saying that he just false advertised fresh with frozen. Right. He his like weird freshness thing that he was like really known for, I guess, is what did him in. Around. <laughs> and he ne- he just kept saying these medical residents. And it's like, were they even there? Like, did you have people at the clinic walking around? So people were like, those are medical, those are medical trainees. Like they're learning here. Or are you just saying that? And there's no one there. I don't think he started out at the, like from the get go with medical residents. Cause I feel like you have to have some sort of like, I don't know, like history, background, reputation, like, you know, like for being like, yeah, like you're, he started off well, he started off with a boom and the boom kept going, Mm -hmm. but you would definitely have to have some kind of status in the medical community to be a training facility mm-hmm. they wouldn't just be like oh you're gonna go here because this is the only one we got right i mean i don't know about back then but i think that's how it is now like you have to be registered as a training facility yeah like, like a training hospital or, or a, like a teaching hospital. A teaching that's what it is teaching like you hospital. have to there's a, there's only so many and you have to have accreditation to be a teaching hospital like you have to go through a board and everything else like somebody looks over your residency program like if you're training nurses you're training any type of medical staff it's a, mm. it's a big deal but back in the 70s it's probably a little different but so still he could have w- got away with something but i don't think even from the get-go like he wouldn't have enough popularity yeah from the beginning he would have to, uh, that would probably take a few years yeah so claiming from the start is it's it's his residence is a little strange i agree and he just kept saying that it's also, like, oh can you imagine being a resident there and be like hey Here's a cup. It's part of the part of the program. I need five specimens per day. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I guess I could do it. Like, oh my god, I can't do this. Yeah, <laughs> I am so tired. <laughs> I've I've taken four naps today. My elbow and my wrist. <laughs> I've got carpal tunnel. I've only worked <laughs> here for six months. Okay, so people are very suspicious. They're not believing his story, and as these siblings. They all come together and they come across a woman who also shared their DNA and who was a cousin of Dr. Klein. So Dr. Klein was the cousin. And then they're like, wait a minute. Dr. Klein is like a 90% like they were able to match him based on that. And so four of the eight siblings decided to file a complaint with Indiana's attorney general saying that they suspected Klein had used his own sperm and they wanted an investigation. They're like, please look into this. Yeah. Because like, I want a paternity test. Right. And a local TV station was also contacted, Fox 59. <clears throat> and that was by Jacoba. And she didn't list his name, but she said, please look into this clinic because I think something's happening, right? When he retired, did the clinic close? Or did his... Um... I don't know. I didn't I didn't dive into that. I just mm-hmm. like saw retirement. We're done. So it could still have been in operation. I don't know. 
So Klein's granddaughter was also contacted by the group and she refused to say anything. She was like, no, thank you. I'm not involved. And then finally, Klein's son reached out to Jacoba, like through Facebook and was like, hey, I know what's going on. You've been looking for my dad. He'd like to meet up. Can you come? So Jacoba and like, I think four other siblings show up to like a restaurant, I guess, to meet their so-called father. weird way to do things. He walks in. He's in his late seventies and he's having, he has a cane. Okay. Klein confessed at that meeting that he used his own sperm and that the medical records had been destroyed years ago. And he read some Bible verses to them, attempted to comfort them. And then Klein asked Jacoba to refrain from going public because he'd only done what he thought was right. And his wife would consider this adultery. Um, I mean, yeah, was he? Yeah. So Liz White was a patient at Klein's clinic and she didn't learn of this like violation until she was 66 years old. So her, her child had found this out and was telling her like what they found, you know, and she said, I remember going to the clinic and she said, I went over 15 times because it was dependent upon my ovulation schedule and she would just go when she needed to go. And she said, she remembers lying there in the white gown and Klein would come in and he would say, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get the sample. And she, she said, it feels like she was raped 15 times. She said, I am so traumatized because by this. She, I mean, you didn't consent. Yeah. You didn't consent to that. No. No. And he did it over and over and over again. Also, this is not, um, this is not an attaboy by any means. But you just got it on tap like that? Like you just hang on. Let me go get your sample ready. I don't know. It's disgusting. That's disgusting. Or did you just have jars of it in your office? It's just like the lack of human decency that is involved in this. So in what possible realm do you think this is normal and or, or okay? Appropriate in any or way. Or that God, whether you believe in it or not, or a higher power in general, would lead you to do this. Be like, oh, you should help these women with your sperm, even though you're not advertising that. Yeah. You're lying. Yes. You're lying to these women who came also, to you. Also, don't tell my wife, a.k.a. I know I did a bad thing. Right. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. If you don't think you did anything wrong, you have no problem telling your wife that you implanted your semen into thousands of women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had no idea. So this is just one instance. There's lots of other women that have come forth and, like, said how they feel just, you know, violated. And... um. I'm a firm believer that Klein had a God complex. Oh, yeah. You know, like he thought he was giving life. And I mean, essentially he was creating children, but these women had no idea what was happening. Yeah. They didn't want that. Anyway. 15 times? Yeah. She said I went 15 times because that's over like, I don't mean that's 15 months. Once a month. Well, she went multiple times sometimes. Like, you know, you ovulate for like a week or so. So she would go once or twice, like, just, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I think he was lying to her about ovulation <clears throat> schedules because you need to look that up. That's not how that works. Yeah. So Klein admitted to using his sperm around 50 times. He's like, I've only done it like 50 times. And I'm sure there are more, there's like, there's no way that he only did it that much. Also, right? how are you just ballparking 50 times? You're like, hmm, feels like 50. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, eh. he's fathered approximately 97 children. And I'm sure that there's more out there because 
people who use like the ancestry DNA, you know, they had siblings and stuff like that, or they had twins. There was a couple pairs of twins and not both of them won't get tested. You know what I mean? Like I did my DNA. You didn't do yours because they should be spot on. You know, we have the same parents. Yeah. So anyway, so they're thinking there's more, more people. The court case uh, let's see. Uh, it's the state of Indiana versus Donald Klein, and Klein pled guilty to two level six felony counts of obstruction of justice. He received a one year suspended sentence. He paid a fine and he had a suspended, I'm doing air quotes here, sentence. He didn't even see jail time. I'm just going to say it. I feel like this is when we should bring back, like, you know, what is it called? Posse's? posse mobs they just get a posse together and go kick this old guy's ass yeah he deserved it his wife oh let me tell you let me tell you about old girl okay so klein also paid like 1.3 million dollars in civil lawsuits and there's still active yeah because 1.3 million dollars is just gonna that that covers it yeah well there's so many humans so many women that he abused and that's what that was abuse and so people have been trying to like contact his wife because they're like what the hell how are you still with this man they live together like nothing's changed She's probably helped making samples i man so his wife stayed and said it she's quoted this is a quote from her uh it's old news it's just that one woman who's upset that she has been given a life i want to punch her in the fucking throat she sounds like the biggest bitch i don't even know you how, know what how can i you would condone that i would i'm gonna tell you this right now if that were my husband dead he's dead everybody dead oh she don't care she's still living there. no she's like he's strung up it's old news he's How can you strung say such a up thing? in the middle of the town missing his ween and his nutters everything's messed up for him for the rest of his life he's not dead he's definitely mutilated yeah and i'm admitting it and i'm gonna put a sign on there and be like nasty bastard <laughs> done <laughs> nasty bastard finished yeah she apparently was cool with it she's like it's fine he gave them life. He gave them children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a pregnant human currently, mm-hmm. granted, I know how I conceived mine the old-fashioned way, and thankfully I didn't have to do any IVF or artificial insemination or anything like that. I'm thankful for that because that's stressful and already so hard on your body to do that because you have to take hormones. You have to take all these things. You have to eat. Like, watch what you eat. You have to track your cycle like a crazy person. It stresses you out. I mm-hmm. mean, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. And not saying it's not hard for the men, but y'all don't understand. <laughs> no. It's just... And, you know, you're taking these hormones and you get a little nut. Mm-hmm. So, um, if that were me, I'd punch... Th- I would literally beat the shit out of this dude. He would never get a moment to peace until he died. I just can't get behind the fact that you pay a fine and then that's it. Like you, I mean, you assaulted. You got two felony counts and didn't have to serve any prison time? Like it's because he was old, I imagine. Who gives a shit? Also, what's crazy. The Golden State Killer was old as shit and he got prison time. The the people that reached out to the Attorney General in Indiana, they sent him a letter. He didn't even have to respond. Like he didn't even, if he wouldn't have responded, I don't even think that any action would be taken against him. What I read is like, he just so happened to write them a letter in return and was like, yeah, I kind of did that. Like if he would have never responded, then I don't think it would have gone anywhere. So was this like, was there any actual like police investigation or was it just like, yeah, I did that? 
I think he was pretty much open with it. Because he, he saw zero fault, correct? Right. He believed what he did was right. And I think after he tried to confront Jacoba and was like, hey, can you just make this go away? And she was like, no, absolutely not. And he even tried to like use their faith. She's also a Catholic against her. And she's quoted as saying, don't use my faith against me. You know? Because you talking to somebody else, bitch. Like, right. This right. is not how yeah. this is supposed to be. <laughs> no, you don't violate <clears throat> women in this way. You should have been open and honest about it. And it's just, it's just gross. It's just, just weird. It's so weird. How would you like, I'm going to start a fertility treatment center it's and a help God women. Is what it is. He's and made... I'm going to use the freshest sperm because it's, and you know why it's so fresh? Because it's coming straight from my tap. <laughs> tap it out right here. Just tap, tap babies. <laughs> and it makes me think like maybe he never used anybody else's sperm. I think at some point he would have had to have... Maybe like one or two, but 97 children at this point? I mean, if you think about it, there's 365 days in a year. A man could have 365 children. That's disgusting. In one year. That's disgusting. And that's just a single pregnancy. Yeah. So he could have fathered... I mean, like you said, we don't know all the numbers. Because I'm sure if anybody's parents ever went to that clinic, they're just like, I'd rather stay in the dark. You know, some people are like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to know. Not me, bitch. I'm like, test me. Test, test me, me right, right now. now. <laughs> Who's your daddy? <laughs> I'm old fucking Jerry Springer. Like, that'd be me. He's, oh, man. he's like limping across the stage. You are the father. I'm like, like motherfucker. <laughs> throwing chairs. <laughs> running around the oh, stage. Oh, man. That's top tier television. It really is. But, uh, yeah, like, you know, there's, he could have fathered millions of children, depending on how many patients he had stop it get out of here with that you don't think about that no one thinks about the fact that a man can have that many children because we can only do it once a month i mean make a child once a month right and then for it to like grow it takes like almost a year yeah like it's 40 weeks so those 40 weeks you ain't making another one unless by some weird happenstance you end up having two vaginas and two uterus that's true that's true but that's like a rare occurrence oh yeah it's like super rare but still He could have so many other children out there. Mm-hmm. And you know what the bad thing is? He's not the only doctor that's got caught doing it. Yeah. There's 38 other known cases just in America alone. Gross. Of men doing the exact same thing. And that's what it is. They just want to. Like, it's male doctors. Yeah. They want to like spread their seed. Like, do you think he's just like, I mean, I just love the fact that I'm everywhere. I, yeah. I think that there's, they get off on this like creating life situation. Like they're so like it's so singular, you know. Like they are the the, the one, yeah, yeah. And that's what that is when they say you have a God complex. That's what you they get off on this like I am all powerful. I create life, that kind of thing. I'm really grossed out by this fact. And if I was his wife, I just don't think I could ever like look at him the same. If I was his daughter, oh my god, yeah. Like I don't even know what the, their life. The is man like. that raised me is a predator. Yes. Yes. And who's to say, I mean, there's no way of knowing, like, was his, like, application on the up and up, you know? Like, were you doing all of the correct things? Like, women were sedated sometimes in these clinics. Like, there's so many questions I have about it, you know? And we'll never know. We might not never know. I don't know. I also think it's crazy. So, I think, obviously, because he said the records were destroyed, I think he actually did close his clinic. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only way you can like 
destroy your records. I don't know what you do with after that, but um, yeah. Well, in school systems, we have to keep records for like so many years, and then I think you can dispose of them. They have to be shredded. Or but whatever. like when a doctor retires from his practice, I don't know what Where you all do. those go. Yeah, I don't like, know. Do you? I mean, he's not gonna keep them. No. You know, the family can't keep them. I mean, there's some kind of HIPAA violation waiting to happen that way. Yeah. There has to be like, well, now everything's, you know, digital. So I'm assuming it's much, I don't know, it's easier to keep track of there's all There's a stuff. lot of doctors, you know, that are from an, a, you know, an older generation that don't do digital paperwork. It's still just all paper? Yeah. It's a filing system. <clears throat> In high school, I worked with a filing system. We didn't have digital. Really? Yeah, those doctors' offices I like did my clinical and all that kind of other crap in. Hmm. The hospital I did my first round of clinicals in. Some of them, some of the stuff was still paper. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Because I would just assume everything is digital. I mean, now yes, it is. It's like common practice. To, yeah, it just seems easier. Yeah, it is much easier and until you need the something. system goes down, and then you have all these people that are like my age that don't know how to do paper. Yeah. And you're screwed. Yeah. But. And he's just like, well, those records are destroyed. Do you think he destroyed them because he knew that one day we'd get caught? Um, sure. I think he knew that he was doing also, something Also, I think wrong. his wife knew it was going down the whole time. I think you're right. Because I don't think, I think he said, please don't do this because my wife will leave me just as a way to keep her to be quiet. I don't think he genuinely thought his wife was going to go anywhere. I think he was just using that as like a tactic. Yeah, and I think she was probably involved in... She probably shared it. Like, go here. My husband will help you. Like, that's weird. I mean, I don't want to say that she, like, probably knew to the full extent what was going on. But he was like, you know, maybe I can help these women, too. Like, I'll donate to because this is also helpful to other people. Are you okay with this? And she's like, yeah, you're helping these women. You're donating. It's just like an anonymous donor. Mm-hmm. But really, what if he's not donating in the traditional sense? Mm-hmm. And he's taking full advantage of an unconscious human. Mm-hmm. And she has no clue because she's sitting at home. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, whatever the hell she was doing at the time. Anyway, so another weird doctor for you guys. You'll have to let us know what you think. Uh, check out the documentary. I'm going to look. I'm going to watch it see how it goes. It's pretty good. I watched it a long time ago. Yeah. It's been, I think this was like 2019, maybe 2020 when they were really talking about this. So it's been a minute. But yeah, we hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram account, sisterhood underscore of underscore secrets. And our Facebook page, Sisterhood of Secrets. If you would like to share any of your spooky or unexplained encounters, email us at sisterhoodsecrets1 at gmail. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Bye for real.